We're in season two, and man, we have our first guest of 2021, and it is a great one. Sammy Womack joins the show. She is in the debt-free community, and she is a great ambassador to help people get out of debt. So if you are in that situation, listen to this show because she shares her incredible journey of how they got out of debt and what she does to help out others. And since we've known each other for 12 years, well, we reminisce about a lot of things about like when we first met, her love for the Astros now, great stories between me and her husband, Daniel. And then, of course, I get a chance to ask her some fun questions like favorite movies and TV shows. Who's more stubborn between her and her husband? And then between her and her two sisters, hey, who's the loudest, biggest personality, things like that. All that and more is on this week's edition of the Gentile Life Podcast, which starts right now. All right, it's another episode. I'm super excited for this one. My good friend Sammy Womack is joining us. She just joined the Zoom, so we're going to let her in right now. Hold on my computer. Hey, what's up? Hello. Hey, there he is. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? How are you, man? I'm good. I was going to ask her if you were if you were uh, in town or on uh, at work. What's that? I was going to ask. I was going to ask her, are you at work or if you were home? No, nah, it's my. I got two days left. Oh, nice. Yeah. So my, my thought process, because I know her room or this office setup is in y'all's bedroom, right? Yeah. So I was imagining him sitting behind the camera, like all, hey, honey. I was like, <laughs> like well, anytime you record, like he's being all seductive or something. <laughs> no, I have to sit with my face to the door so no one can come in in the background of the camera. Yeah, I understand. So. Well, as you can tell with my setup, I don't want that's like I just yeah, I don't I don't trust my family enough to have a door behind me. Well, I only record when either the girls are at daycare, which is what I was like, hey, 1 p.m. work for you, or like if they're out of town for the weekend or something yeah. like that. So I always record during the day because I can't do it at night. There's no way. Yeah. Wait so, until yeah. you have old kids like us, and then you can just let them go play Fortnite or something while you're recording. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because now it's like if the door shut, I, I you know I'm hearing just yeah. Hey, what are you oh, doing? I, I still get that. <laughs> How are you guys, man? I miss y'all. Good. Good. Good, man. So you you got two more days left, huh? Yeah, two more days. Mm-hmm. All he just fly- he just wanted to say hi. He's like, I'm not doing the interview, but I'll come say hi. Well, I, just so you know, this is gonna make the show now. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have to. Y'all, y'all are a package deal for me. Y'all are a package deal. You always have. Been, he lets so. me do all the media. <laughs> yeah. So, so what you're saying, because you know how they always say there's always a great woman behind a great man that's like in entertainment. I feel like now those roles are reversed. Yeah. For every yeah. great woman, there's a great man behind you. And Daniel's like, I'm the man back here. Yes. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh my goodness, man. I, I, like I said, I, I keep telling myself one of these days, it's either we take the girls up there to come see you guys when, you know, Daniel's home or, Hey, we don't have the girls for a weekend. Let's go see those guys in Knack and hang out or mm-hmm. something. Like, yeah. I keep telling myself we need to do that eventually. Hopefully we'll get to go to a game or something soon. And yeah. that's, that was my plan was that we could all meet up and go to a game together. Yeah. But that hasn't obviously happened. So. Well, I, I keep hearing that they're going to let fans in this year. So yeah. we'll see what happens. But I think they're going to like pot it where like you have to buy it all together. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, then you're going to be separated. And they might only allow like two or three. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't That's know. what we said. We're like, we'll just sit up in the nosebleeds. That's where we like to sit anyway. Yeah. And last time we went, we weren't even by anybody anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, especially if you go to a day game. If you're going to yeah. a day game, it's it's definitely a lot better. So yeah. Um, yeah. Nobody's ever had a day game. So yeah, that's what we should do. Just do a day trip and then we'll, we'll all go to the game. That's what we should do. Yeah. Cause we've, yep. we've taken Claire a couple times and she's enjoyed it. I think she's now to the, cause she'll be four in May. So I think she'll be at that age where she'll kind of understand what's going on and enjoy it. And then want to go run around or something like that. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. The girls are just in it now for like the celebrity sighting. Like they just want to see the players because they're like, Oh, they're famous. Yeah. They don't care about the actual game. <laughs> I know like, him. That's my mom has their jersey. Yeah. 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 That's all they care about. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway. Oh my goodness. Man. All right. Well, I'll let y'all see you. Dude, good to see you, my friend. Miss you. Good, good to see you, bro. Later, buddy. <laughs> all right. I love how we're both wearing Astro stuff too. I know like, I wore mine on purpose. That's what I told Daniel. <laughs> I said, I mean, I had to pick a shirt. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, so I got this from a friend for our, uh, for my birthday, not last year, but the year before. And so it's an H 
with all the names of the Astros players. So like this is nice. Nolan Ryan, Altuve, like there's all these names and it forms an H. And so it's a really cool shirt. So Danny and got I, Daniel a picture for Christmas of it's, it's of Minute Maid, but yeah. it's written out of like every player that's ever played oh, like very, awesome. very tiny. Yeah. It's really cool. That is awesome. Yeah. That's some, yeah. that's some shit I would buy or would yeah. need in my life. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the thing I like about this shirt is it has Ryan at top, like right here. So it's for Nolan Ryan, but it has Ryan. I'm like, yes, yeah, that's, that's my shirt. That's <laughs> it has me. my name nice and big at the very top. I love it. <laughs> oh my goodness well cool i'm ready to get into it if you are yeah whatever yeah i'm, I'm good <laughs> um so this is the show welcome on and i've been excited for this introduction for a while because i've known you for tw- i was thinking about this uh, a couple days ago when we talked about doing this i've known you for 12 years now yeah like, r- roughly 12 years i was like holy shit that's a long time to know yeah. somebody Usually I know people from like high school and growing up together. Y'all are like one of the few people that I've met later in life that I'm still friends with today, but yeah, super excited to have you on this girl. I, in her, in her husband have uh, probably the best hearts I've ever known. I love them to death. Super excited to have you on and share your story. My good friend, Sammy Womack. Hi, Sammy. I'm so excited. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, you're a celebrity. You're 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 kind of a big deal, Sammy. Oh my gosh. You're kind of yeah, a big deal. Yeah, you know, I mean <laughs> kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I feel you just need to pull a Ron Burgundy. Like I, I don't know if you know this, but I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> my kids think that I'm famous. Mm-hmm. Like they seriously will ask me, they're like, Do you think that people recognize you when you're at Walmart? Mm. They think that I'm famous just because I'm like on YouTube and Instagram. And I'm like, it takes a little bit more than that to (laughs) be that famous. But they think like, hey, I was on a podcast today with my friends. So maybe so, maybe now you never know. We're going to go to the airport and like, I know you. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not that famous. So I don't have that many fans. (laughs) But no, we're going to get into all of that of what you've done. Um, You know, I love having friends on because they have you know, great stories, great, cool things that they're doing. And you're doing something that's, I think is freaking phenomenal uh, that you do to help out other people. Because the thing I, I knew a little bit of y'all story, obviously growing up, uh, growing, I said growing up with y'all. Growing up. It might as well have, right? Uh, but spending <laughs> We were growing of, up in our twenties, you know? <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah, I was in my late twenties. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, I knew a little bit of y'all situation, but obviously didn't know the full one. And then of course, hearing y'all story. Uh, through your podcast and your YouTube, I was like, oh, wow, I didn't realize half the things that were going on at that time, Yeah, even after I left. And so it's it's a great story that we'll get into uh, here in a second. But I always like to kick things off with, you know, so how did we meet? Because everybody always says, okay, so how did you met? How did you meet this person? Nine times out of 10, I'm saying it's high school. Yeah. But you, I met you through your sister, Stephanie. Yeah. And working with her at Pizza Hut, I remember the day I met you, and it was Danny and you and Stephanie. We went out to eat, I think, in Lufkin or something at a okay. restaurant y'all love going to. I don't think your mom was there. I think it was just you guys. I remember being so like nervous meeting y'all because I I was 27, your sister's 17 going on 18. <laughs> we became friends and she's introducing me to you know her sisters. And I'm thinking, yeah. they're gonna think I'm some old creep just coming in. No, we did. No. <laughs> See, exactly. And I didn't really know what to expect of how y'all would treat me. But then I remember just it going really well and y'all were really uh-huh. cool and really nice. So I was going to ask you, so what do you, what do you recall from the day that we met? Cause I, that's what I remember anyway. I don't remember the exact day that we met. I remember meeting and I remember the pizza hut days. Yeah. And I remember those were like the good old days. Those were like pre-kids. Like I didn't even oh, yeah. have kids. I mean, that was mm-hmm. forever ago. Seems and like yeah, I just remember the Pizza Hut days and then the hanging out at the house, the apartment, like all the things. Mm-hmm. That's really what I remember from back then. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of Pizza Hut. <laughs> a lot of pizza. Yeah, that that's for sure. I remember, yeah, y'all came to be, well, it's, it helped too that I, at that point, or not even at that point, but eventually like I was helping run the store. Yeah. Anytime y'all came in, I'm like, okay, y'all just give it to him for free. Like just, yeah. give, just give him. We ate a lot of pizza back then. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And <laughs> the fact that you didn't have to pay for most of it. <laughs> I feel like statute of limitation means like I shouldn't get in trouble for giving y'all free pizza now. <laughs> yeah. It's been too long. So you can't yes. get in trouble now. It's been, but... been 12 years. Well, they try to fire me anyways, you know, without. Yeah. Me. You know, it's fine. That's, that's another story in itself. Actually, yeah. that's a fun story I should do for uh, a podcast episode one day. <laughs> How did you get fired or almost fired? Well, here's what happened. But we had a lot of good times, like pre-kids times, mm-hmm. like, you know, some drinks, some pizza, more yeah. pizza. 
Well, yeah. and that's, and that was the thing was like meeting y'all. So, and I remember like after meeting y'all, cause at the time I was dating somebody and living with her mm-hmm. and then I had to move out. And I don't remember if I asked you or if Stephanie asked y'all for me, but I remember y'all helping me move myself yeah. out of that apartment or that her little town home. Yeah. And then I remember you and me were the only ones able to lift this heavy stuff up to my second floor apartment. Yeah. Stephanie and Danny were like, they were like, not going to do yeah, it. Yeah. And Daniel was at work. So yeah, because Daniel just... couldn't do it. And I was like, oh, this Ryan sucks. and the girls. <laughs> yes. And I think that's when I was like, these are good people, like with good hearts. They didn't have like, y'all barely knew me. And y'all were like, yeah, we'll help out. And I was like, oh my God, like, this is cool. Like, you remember I like our joke? You remember our joke from the stairs? Mm-mm. the eat the corner joke oh jesus christ because we still me and my sister still say that because oh there was the God. corner and it was dark of uh, the the uh, concrete stairs of the mm-hmm. apartment and whenever it got wet you fell on the stairs already and you were like hey be careful that corner because you'll yeah. eat that corner <laughs> i totally forgot about we that we still I... say that when there's a wet spot on the sidewalk <laughs> y'all be careful that spot you'll eat that spot <laughs> yes i made an impression there we go i forgot all about that i forgot i even said now that you say it i'm like oh i did say that i forgot about- yeah i say i say weird things like that all the time yeah i remember y'all, y'all used to make fun of me of my <laughs> the things i used to say yeah yeah <laughs> it was the old man in me it was the old and man they still me. stuck around what 12 years later mm-hmm. and i feel like now that y'all are older like oh we get it now we get yeah. why he said half the things he said <laughs> yeah but that's oh, what i goodness. remember but yeah and then and then the fact that I remember y'all gave me a key to do laundry at y'all's house. Yeah. When uh, I think it was like on Saturdays, because I know y'all were never home because I didn't want to disrupt y'all's life, obviously. We were like remember, never home. Yeah. Like, well, because at that time, I know Daniel was always at gone, but then you were uh, working, I think, at your grandpa's auction mm-hmm. place, I believe. Yep. Yeah. So y'all are always gone anyways. You're like, here, just use our place. I was like, okay, cool. I get to save money. I don't have to spend money on laundry. So yeah, I remember you coming over to do laundry and then would just like post up and watch TV for like half the day. Yeah, I'd yeah. watch football. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I did. I remember y'all showing me how to work your, uh, I think it was your, I think you had Dish at the time. Back when we like used that. to actually pay for satellite. Yeah, I know. <laughs> or streaming service. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, and I think that's what really, you know, solidified even more of like how good of people you and Daniel are, you know, because we became good friends. Like you said, we hung out, we drank and uh, I, I got to be good friends with Daniel, which I remember I didn't get a chance to meet him first. And I'm sure he was like, who the hell is this dude coming around? Yeah. My now wife and my sister-in-law's. But we're very like clicky and like our family is so clicky. And it's like what you said about meeting me and my sisters for the first time. Like when we come in, we come in as like a pack mm-hmm. and you have to meet all of us. Yeah. And it's like, you're either in or you're out, but once mm-hmm. you're in, like, you're good. Yeah. Like once you're my sister's friend, you can do laundry at my house. That's <laughs> yeah. fine. I'll help you move. But it's very much like, well, you know, if you're going to hang out with my sister, you have to meet, you have to meet me too. Yeah. So that's yeah. our and family I, in a nutshell. <laughs> and I love that too. And I like that because I mean, I was nervous, but I was like, I'm going to be, I'm not going to try to not be who I am. I'm just going to be myself and hopefully yeah. they like me. And luckily y'all did. So yeah. <laughs> I got to do free laundry. So we did learn the lesson, the lessons of Ryan that still hang around are that you can never mix sports teams with your hats and your shirt. Um, <laughs> we still follow that rule. That is a very spoken rule. Um, and I remember all the jokes about you telling Daniel that y- you would understand when you're my age. And you always said, um, how does Daniel say it? Ryan said this would happen about getting old. Anything getting old. Ryan said this would happen. <laughs> uh-huh and he still I, I, says it yeah because i remember he would always give me shit if we were just hanging out drinking or something he would say like no nah, you're wrong i'm like dude i'm telling you trust me i know what you're going through wait till you hit whatever age it was or whatever it is and he says uh, that all the time it's time his back hurts any kind of like old man things ryan said this would happen eventually it happens man to all so of us who can. <laughs> there are ryan isms that are still a part of our daily life <laughs> I love it. Oh God. I love it. Now I, I will, I will say the one thing I remember is I was broadcasting a game uh, back. I was calling oh, a baseball game. I know this story. Go ahead. Yeah. I know you know the story. And I, <laughs> I remember uh, the pitcher caught the ball and he fell down on his ass, but of course I can't say ass on the air. And I said, he fell down on his keister. Mm-hmm. And I think I got instantly a text. I think it was from you or it was from Stephanie or I can't remember. Or maybe it was Daniel. Yeah. It was one of, we were together. 
But yeah, y'all were in a group together and y'all like keister what? And y'all were just ragging on me. And I remember, and, and here's the thing, the first thing I thought was like, oh, they're listening. That's awesome. Thank y'all. Like y'all were listening. <laughs> we're listening just for opportunities to pick on you. Yes, but that's nonetheless, fine. Okay. I don't care. Yeah. You listened. Nope. <laughs> it's like with this podcast, people are like, dude, that sucked. I don't care. You listened. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I care about. It's so. true. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I was so excited to have you on just because of things like that. I think, you know, even though we are, we are far apart, the friendship is always going to be there no matter what. And yeah, definitely. I enjoy having you guys around. Yeah. Um, yeah. And- I know that I can text you. I can, I can DM you like during an Astros game and yep. you get it. And yeah. as soon as a crazy play happens, I'm like, I know Ryan was watching. He'll understand. Sure and- oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember, I think it was one of the first times you messaged me or maybe I saw y'all at a game or something. And and I was like, oh my God, like, wait a minute, you became a baseball fan. How did that happen? Because I remember when I was around, you were just kind of like, eh, whatever, yeah. you know, you yeah. didn't care. And now all of a sudden you're this huge Astros fan. It's my, it is my life now. Yeah, I don't exactly. know how it happened, <laughs> but it, it was like a 20, it was the 2016, I think year. And I just like, we just started watching it and then I just got super into it. And it's just kind of, you know, and then all the world series stuff happened and that just, yeah, it just it, you know, it puts you over the edge, and now you're like, oh. okay. But I'm what in. really got what really and and everybody picks on me for how I watch it because I watch it like it's a reality show, and I know the players and I follow all of them on social media. I know all their wives' names. Yeah. I know their kids. Like I know everything about them. Like it's a reality <laughs> show, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, he's having a hard day, you know, and and like you worry. <laughs> like I remember, for example, when when Josh Reddick's twins were born. And yeah. I'm like, well, he's distracted. He just had baby guys. <laughs> give him a break. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like watching it. Like it's a reality show. <laughs> yeah. I just get way too into it, but now it's, <laughs> it's like everything. So yeah. Oh my God. I love it. See, and I think that's, and, and here's the thing. If you were into it as much as I was back then, mm-hmm. oh my God, like watching games, you, me and Daniel would be getting so rowdy yelling at TVs and throwing shit around. Going, what is happening? Like, Oh, I'm so into it. And it's really bad when we go camping and I have to like take my iPad so I don't miss a game. And everybody's like, oh my God, can you get off your screen? It's, you know, <laughs> and I, and I told Daniel, I'm like, I understand now why people have TVs on their back porch, why people go camping yep. and they're like, they have the game on. Like I used to not mm-hmm. get it, but I yeah. get it now. <laughs> and I'm one of those people now. <laughs> All I can say is our friendship in my mind grew so much more when you became a, such a huge fan, not just like a casual fan, but you're like, oh no, I'm involved. <laughs> no, I would like um, read comments and like the whole, um, you know, the whole scandal with the world mm-hmm. series and everything. Yeah. No, I was like reading comments and I'm like, oh no, they didn't say that. Yeah, like they did. Going, going to they, they... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I love it. See, and that's why I can't wait. Yeah, one day when uh, everything's back to normal, we'll take all the girls to the game and we'll all just get rowdy together. <laughs> oh, the girls love it. They love it so much. And they're so into, like, Melanie is Correa's biggest fan. Mm. And if you could have seen her little face when she found out that he got married, she was so heartbroken oh, because no. she was so sure <laughs> oh. that she was going to marry him. Oh, and. Good. And she will like not watch the game. And I'll be like, Melly Correa is up to bat. And here she comes and she watches him bat. And then she goes and plays. And then she comes <laughs> back when he's back up. And then that's all she cares about. <laughs> that's it. Oh my gosh. That is fantastic. See, and like, so Claire, she sees like the logo and she's like, daddy, that's your Astros. I'm like, yeah, that's right. And so if I'm watching basketball or football, she goes, are you watching your Astros? I'm like, no, honey, I'm watching basketball. <laughs> and she gives me a confused look like, why? Why? Like, why are you not watching your Astros? You always watch your Astros. And I'm like, <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious to see if she gets into sports or not. My youngest, she's still not there yet. Yeah. Uh, she's not even two yet. She'll be two in March. So it's like, yeah. you know, I'm waiting to see if they get into it as much as I do. And if they don't, well, then I'm the only one in the house <laughs> that's yeah. going to be like yelling at TVs all the time. So, oh yeah. my goodness. I love it. See, this is why I love having you on the show. <laughs> so no, but I want to get into what you're doing though, because yeah. You know, like I said, I knew your story. You're, you're doing a cool thing. Obviously, debt everybody can relate to, right? That's not something that people go, oh, I don't experience that. No, you do. At some point, it, whether it's a little or a lot, I feel like everybody goes through debt and your story is amazing. So I feel like in the when you, I guess, are trying to get out of debt, you have to hit a rock bottom, I assume. Mm-hmm. Just like you know, when you're an alcoholic or a drug addict, you hit that rock bottom that opens your eyes. When was that for y'all? Like, I guess, when did that happen? 
So we kind of just had the anniversary of it. So oh. our middle daughter, Izzy, just turned seven. And it was actually like right when she was born. Mm-hmm. And you probably know that transition between one to two kids is yep. there's something different when you have that second kid. You're like, it's so easy to just kind of drag along one kid. And yeah, your life changes. Of course it changes. But when you have that second kid, you're like, oh man, we're like a real family now. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess like I really need to get it together. So really that's kind of what out. happened when Izzy was born. And really our biggest rock bottom was Daniel was at work and he was in New York at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like a couple days before she was due to be born and it was time for him to fly home. But we waited to buy that flight just in case like I went into labor early or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we maxed out our last credit card for him to come home more than maxed out, like a couple hundred dollars over, but it let us, let us do it because it was one transaction yeah. and he got home which was like a very close call because we're thinking we're about to have our second kid and we don't have $800 for a last minute flight. Are you serious? Like, seriously, that's how out of touch we are with our money. We didn't plan it, even though she was a planned baby. Yeah. We didn't, you know, we could have easily saved $800, but no, we didn't. Yeah. Um, and so he barely makes it home. He goes back to work when she is like two or three days old. Mm-hmm. because if he's not on the boat, he's not getting paid. You yeah. know, they don't have paternity like leave or, or maternity. Yeah. No, they don't have a holiday day. It's like nothing like that. If you're not on the boat, you're not getting paid. Mm-hmm. So he goes back to work when she's like two or three days old. So I have a newborn and a three-year-old also. We have absolutely no money. Our, our credit card is maxed out. We have no savings. So that was pretty much our rock bottom. Yeah. Um, I had quit the auction in order to have Izzy, like while, while I was pregnant with her, because I'm like, I'm going to have two kids. There's no way I can drag both of them with me to do auctions. Mm -hmm. I'm going to become a stay at home parent. Like this is what I'm going to do, but I didn't really want to, I always have wanted to work. So I was kind of reluctantly doing it. (laughs) Yeah. And I was just in that depression. And then it was like, she was about nine, 10 months old. And I, I, we stayed there for that whole, almost a year. Until I finally, I kind of got, you know, I got into the swing of having two kids. I was getting back to normal and I was like, all right, we need to do this budget thing. We need to figure this out. This is not okay. And that's kind of where it went from there, but it was definitely a rock bottom and it definitely lasted about 10 months. (laughs) It was rough. Well, Well, yeah, because I, when we had our second child, you know, it was, so my wife got let go. Like she was laid off of work six months before Emma was born. Yeah. And, you know, that was just a crazy thing to deal with. And she was freaking out. Like, well, I got to go to work. I'm like being a recruiter. Like nobody's going to hire you. Like legally yeah. they can't do that, but yeah. nobody's going to hire you. Cause there are ways around it. Let's just be yeah. honest to not hire a pregnant woman. That's going to go into labor in three months. Mm-hmm. So I told her, look, let's, let's focus on one thing at a time. Let's have the kid. I'll take care of us. And and then when the kid comes, I mean, it was so crazy. Like I blinked. I'm like, holy shit, it's been a year. Like, yep. what is happening? You know? And it, you know, like you said, and that's with two kids and you have three. So I, God, applaud you for, uh. <laughs> and that craziness. But so, so I, I get it. Yeah. Two kids, you know, it's things go by so quickly. You're kind of just, you're in your own world. It's hard to, I guess, go on the outside and look in um, with everything. So, yeah. So, I mean, I remember, yeah, you were an auctioneer. Like, so you, you know, you were speaking in tongues, it probably seemed like at times, um, and stuff like that. So, I mean, you're staying at home and things, you know, and I'm, I'm going to get to how you got into what you're doing now, but I guess, did you go to, uh, you know, Dave Ramsey, I know is the big guy. Was it him yeah. that you went to? Did you find other people? Like, you know, what did you do when you finally realized, okay, we got to get out of this. So when I first kind of started doing it, I did what a lot of people do. I just started Googling things. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what else to do this. Yeah. I didn't really realize that there was like a whole world. There was like a whole community of people who do this. I just Mm -hmm. thought, well, I'm just not managing my money well enough. I didn't really know that there was like a whole debt-free community, that there was like an actual debt-free journey that people do. I didn't know that there was, I didn't know Dave Ramsey existed. I didn't know any of this. So I just started Googling and I did come across Dave Ramsey in the in, in that search. Um, and so I did kind of roughly follow his baby steps at first, what he talks about. Um, except he always says like your first, um, 
your baby step one, what you should do is have a thousand dollars in an emergency fund. Mm-hmm. What's really hilarious to me now is now <laughs> this many years, you know, seven years later as a budgeting coach, I'm like a thousand dollars is not enough. You mm-hmm. need more than a thousand dollars. But me yeah. then I thought there is no way in hell I can save a thousand dollars. That is so much money. Yeah. Who has a thousand dollars just laying around? <laughs> so I saved 500. Yeah. And of course, the first emergency that came up was like almost a thousand dollars, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, never mind." Like, okay, now I get it. <laughs> but yeah, so I kind of loosely followed that. Um, I did. I started with just like tracking our spending. I started with. I didn't honestly plan to ever be debt free. I thought normal people like me are not debt free. Middle class people with kids, like that's not normal. Yeah. And I didn't really think that that was possible. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna do what I can. I'm gonna. I'm going to watch our groceries. I'm going to be conscious at the grocery store. I'm going to not go out to eat as much. I'm going to, you know, not waste my gas money, things like that. I'm going to do that. And so I did that for like three months. And then it was by that time it was January and I kind of got that new year's like pep in my step. And I was like, you know, I've been doing pretty good for like three months. I think I might kind of maybe try to pay off some of this debt. So then I kind of added it up and roughly did like a debt snowball, like Dave Ramsey says with like the smallest balance and to get the quick win kind of thing. And that's kind of where I started. Um, and I didn't really realize it was a thing. I didn't plan to be debt free. My plan was to get like our consumer debt, our medical bills, our credit cards taken care of. Yeah. And I never really planned to not have a mortgage or not have a car payment or any of that big stuff. I was just going to, you know, get the medical bills and the Mm -hmm. credit cards cleaned up. Well, so, I think that's how most people think too. They they yeah. don't think of that. They're like, okay, but well, I need my house. I need this. So let me get rid yeah. of the, the, the smaller things first. Yeah. And I, and I have friends who have done the Dave Ramsey thing. They've gone on the show and all that other stuff. And, um, but, and I think that's what I like about you though, is because I had a, a coworker of mine, we would carpool and she listened to Dave Ramsey. And I think he had like a caller come in and mm-hmm. I can't remember what he said or he or she said, they said something. And I mean, he just kind of ridiculed them and mm-hmm. was like, no, you're an idiot. And da, da, da. Yeah. I'm like, dude, what an asshole. Like, I mean, I yeah. get it, but you make it sound like your way is gospel. And I've seen some of your, um, your YouTube yep. shows that you put out there, which, you know, we'll promote here in a second as well, <laughs> but how like, Hey, it's okay not to follow these things because we didn't and th- and we're still in a good spot, you know? So I yeah. think that's, the cool thing is like you, it seems like you eventually learn like, okay, yes, this works, but there are other ways to do it. And now a lot of us in the debt-free community and a lot of my friends who are also, you know, kind of are budgeting coaches and things like that. That's what a lot of us say. We're like, Hey, you know, I mean, give, give Dave Ramsey the props that he got millions of people started, mm-hmm. but as a long-term plan, his advice is not sustainable. Yeah. And I really feel like I am grateful for the fact that he does get at least millions of people started, Mm -hmm. but his investing advice is not the best. It's, I feel like it's very keep you middle-class kind of Mm -hmm. advice. It's like kind of sort of invest. It's not like if you want to build wealth, like if you want to do all these things, it's not really that kind of advice. So I think it is good to start, but then as with anything else, once you get started, do your research, like listen to other people. Don't listen to just one person and then yeah. kind of make up your own mind mm-hmm. and kind of do the plan that works for you. Yeah. And well, I think I, that, I, sorry, yeah, I think that like the fact that his plan is so rigid and if you go off of it at all, he will just tear you apart. Like that's yeah. not normal. Yeah. It's my family is not the same as your family or the person Thank listening. You. Yeah. It, it's not the same. And so everyone's situation is different, which is why I love coaching now is that I get to actually get into people's budgets and be like, okay, what is, what's important to you? Mm-hmm. How should, how do you want to do it? You know, and make yeah. it really custom. Yeah. Well, and, and I love that you said that because in the world, like I sold mattresses for a living for a number of years and yeah. not, it, not everybody sleeps the same. There's a different yeah. mattress for everybody. Just like there's different shoes for everybody. Like what works for one does not work for everybody. And yeah. I, and so I, I, I like that you, I like the way you explain that he's a good starter, but he doesn't close very well. You yeah. Know, like that's, and I like that. His, what his way doing. is not the gospel truth. Yeah. It's great to be inspired by him, but just like anybody, it's not healthy. I think to just listen to one person I agree. and never question <laughs> that's never healthy. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, so I, I think that's a great transition then. So, yeah. so you're, you're paying off your debt and then, 
what what made you think of okay I'll I'll do a podcast about this you know like um like how did that idea come in okay so why did you start your podcast oh well girl I radio television major so I mean for I me mean, but <laughs> well, you're so probably for- like probably like how I feel okay you're stuck yeah. at home with your kids and you're like dear lord I have to do something <laughs> to stay sane is that true <laughs> Okay. So yes, now, but but the reason I started it though, because I knew podcasts were a thing and I was like, I feel like that's a good medium to get out there. And that's something that I'm good. But I remember I took a year like preparing to start my podcast before I even started it. Yeah. Uh, But yes, but yeah, now that I'm home all the time, yes, it gives me something to do. Like right now, if I wasn't doing this, what is it? It's one 30 in the afternoon. I'd probably be laying in that bed watching yep. TV, just like, eh, what else am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> but it's something that you're passionate about. And I've, that's, that's basically how I started. I, by this time we had had all three kids and I was, my budget was kind of out of the new phase. So it was, e- it was easy. It was pretty much on autopilot at that point. Um, I had decluttered so much. So I had done like this whole year or so of like intense decluttering. Mm -hmm. Um, I was kind of done with all of like, not done, but it was all on autopilot. So my house was decluttered. My money wasn't stressful. And I had three kids and I had nothing to do during the day, especially when Daniel was at work for three weeks. And And I was Astros don't play every single day throughout the year. (laughs) I wasn't even watching Astros yet. So I literally had nothing to do. Oh, Jesus. Um, you know, and, and we homeschool, but then, I mean, only June was old enough to do school with, and that's a preschooler and that's an hour or two. And I was like, what do I do with my life? Mm -hmm. So I had this budget thing that I was really excited about that. I just, I was excited and I had to talk to somebody about it. So I just kind of started with that and it started as a hobby. It started as a blog. It started, you know, videos, podcasts, and it just kind of grew and grew and grew. Um, and then I started a course I decided to sell my worksheets. So I'm like, oh, if these work for me, they'll help other people. And then last year I started actually doing one-on-one coaching, which is like life for me. It is the best (laughs) thing ever. Um, So it just kind of grew from there, but it really, it started with just a hobby, a passion. And I was like, I'm excited. I need to talk about it. (laughs) So yeah, that's just kind of where it grew from. I remember, I, I guess it was the first time that, cause I, I don't, I didn't get on Instagram at all. Really. I, I did it for work years ago. Yeah. And I think I started getting into it. And I think that's when, I don't know if you and I were following each other already, but I think I saw something. I went, Oh, she's doing a podcast. That's cool. Like, and then in my brain, I thought I could see her doing that. Like just knowing you all these years, I thought, okay, that doesn't surprise me. I could I have see a lot to talk about. I'm, I could talk all day. <laughs> I, I know this. I, I, I am very aware of this. Uh, you and your sisters, all of y'all yep. can talk all day. <laughs> yep. But, you know, and that was the thing I saw. And I, and I remember, I think when I saw that was around the time I started contemplating, like, okay, I want to do one, but what am I going to do? You know, mm-hmm. I was like, I want to do sports, but I was like, man, everybody does sports, you know? So can I do something different that everybody can relate to? Not yeah. just dudes, you know? Um, and things like that. And so it, it blossomed into what I'm doing now and talking about all these yeah. things. And so, but like you said, it's just something I'm passionate about. I love talking. And plus I get a chance to catch up with old friends, you know, yeah. that I haven't talked to in forever. Yeah. So for me, you, that's get, to, you get to do something that like exists outside of your children, <laughs> which <Yes>. is nice. <laughs> yes. And yeah, it's just kind of nice to still like connect with things that you're passionate about and, you know, mm-hmm. you know, so, so. So it started off. Uh, so you said you started off blogging first, and then it transitioned to podcasting and like YouTube videos. And podcasting like wasn't super big back then. I mean, this was like five years ago. So yeah. oh yeah, I just now started getting bigger. So yeah, yeah. And so I was back then. I was doing periscopes for live videos. Facebook didn't even have live video back then. Yeah. So um, yeah, I was just doing like live videos, and I was doing like um, you know mostly I was just working during nap time kind of stuff. It was just mm-hmm. giving me something to look forward to in the middle of the day and that was kind of it and then it grew and grew and grew and here we are 10,000 followers later <laughs> I was gonna say you look you know, at you you are kind of a big deal like I said <laughs> actually like starting to actually make some income this will probably 2021 will probably be the first year that my business will actually turn a profit wow, <laughs> so five years awesome. later there you so go. yeah it's it's been a big it's been a growth process but you know. so so now I feel like this is the most important question how did you come up with the name, A Sunny Side Up Life? How did that name come about? My mom actually named it. It was really oh. kind of random. I had like a whole brainstorm list of names. Um, mm-hmm. And 
I've always, I don't know. I've always liked sons. I have a son tattoo. I don't know. That's just kind of where it came. We wanted something yeah. with like life in it yeah. and something like kind of positive. And it started really with just like, I was just going to share inspirational quotes mm-hmm. and it was going to be like a positivity kind of thing. And then I kind of found out that like, Oh, people actually talk about their money in public. How weird <laughs> I could do that. Um, so it was just kind of, it just kind of organically grew over time. Well, yeah. and you know, when you hear certain names, like of a podcast about somebody or a TV show, whatever it is, right. And you're like, it just makes sense. And mm-hmm. when I first heard that, I was like, that just, I see it. Like, yeah. I see it. Of course. I mean, I know you, so that helps now for people that don't know you, they're just thinking, okay, maybe it's just a name, whatever it is. Yeah. And maybe then when they get to know you, they're like, okay, now this makes sense. I can see. Yeah. Why. <laughs> yeah. Except for the people who think that my name is sunny because there's sunny in the name, which really happens. But you know. it's like, no, it's Sammy. Well, yeah. technically it's not even Sammy, but it's <laughs> yeah, technically. Yeah. Technically. It's my alias. There you go. That Well, yeah. Cause now you're a big deal. You have to be an alias. You know, you can't use your real name. See, I'm dumb. If I ever make it big, people know my real name. Like, shit. no, I no, I do sometimes <laughs> wish that I, I follow a lot of people on Instagram. Instagram in the debt-free community that don't use their real name or they didn't share their last name or they don't share like their face or any, no, I was dumb. I just put my real last name out there. I shared all my kids' names. I shared my face and now I'm like, Oh God, now I have to continue to do yeah you can't really change it up now it's been a while you can't like talk smack about people because like family follows you all your friends follow you i know everything there is to know about you i'll find you crap and it's so weird to me when like my real life friends are like so i saw you bought this like oh god everyone knows everything (laughs) or like if somebody calls to borrow money Mm-hmm. which really happened. So a, oh. someone called so a family member asked to borrow money and Daniel's like, well, I can't really tell them we don't have it. Cause somebody <laughs> tells everybody all of our money business. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my God. That's great. I love that. <laughs> Cause I could just see Daniel just looking at you with his eyes, like son of a bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's a few things where he's like, he's like, just exclude me from this. I don't want to, <laughs> you know, yeah, we'll see. So if they call him, though, he can be like, we don't have any money. He's like, your wife says otherwise. Why well, didn't talk to her? So according to me, we don't have money. <laughs> like, Sammy lies. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, dude, it's all for shits and giggles. It's smoke and mirrors, man. It's not real, so. <laughs> no, unfortunately, I didn't think ahead enough to lie. And I do tell the truth. <laughs> yeah, well, but see, that's the thing, though. I, I'd rather you tell the truth. There's no fun in lying, because then you got to remember the lie. And then know, it's like, it's you know, if you lie about something, then somebody calls you out on it, and you say something different, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. He's like, so now everybody knows like how much I paid for my truck and mm-hmm. yeah. how much we paid for our land and yeah. how much our oh. net worth is. And thanks a lot, Sammy. But <laughs> well, for your friend like me, I like it's for me to know what's going on in your life. That's how yeah. I use it. It's not yeah. like, hey, I know you have money because you did this. It's like, oh, yeah. cool. You bought land. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. you just paid off a truck. Like no, no big deal. That's freaking awesome. So and I think it's really it's inspired. I feel like it's inspiring to know that we did this while we were raising kids, like we didn't wait till our kids were out of the house. We didn't wait till, you know, we were literally in the middle of having babies. I mean, we were a year in when we had Melanie and we did this, we had two kids in diapers at Mm -hmm. at the beginning of our journey and we still did it. And we have three kids in this tiny two bedroom house and and I've been in that house and I know how tiny that house it's is. Like, tiny. It's really small. We are going on three and a half years of being in this house. Yeah. Cause I think when I, I was in town for something, I think yeah. I was in town for work and y'all had maybe just moved in. Yeah. Like y'all were there maybe for a few months or something yeah. like that. But I remember like, you know, holy crap, this is definitely different than your, cause y'all had a huge house. It was I mean, huge. I, cause I yeah. think if I remember correctly, didn't your dad build that house? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The house that my dad built was, yeah. it was like 3000 square feet. Yeah, I just remember was, it was so huge. Yeah, and we sold it and paid it off, like sold it to pay it off, get that debt mm-hmm. gone. That was actually our last debt. We sold our other house that we were living in before that one. Mm-hmm. Um, we sold it because we had yeah. kept it to turn it into a rent house, which is not smart when you don't have an emergency fund. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that's what we did. And so we sold both those and I had land. Um that I was going to put a new auction house on mm-hmm. and I obviously didn't do that. So I sold it and we just like went on a selling spree and just sold crap and paid off stuff and yeah, got debt free. 
so and I, and now that I'm thinking about, it, I remember me and Megan weren't married yet, but I remember we came to visit when y'all were still in the big house, and yes. then I remember then seeing you then in the smaller house after y'all got rid of everything. I could see the difference, like I think in your eyes, mm-hmm. you know, in Daniel, because Daniel, I think when we were in that big house, like you know, Daniel, he just seemed like he was happy to see me, but you could tell he was just the way of the world seemed to be on both. Oh of yeah, them. yeah. And then in that small house, I remember coming over there, and I mean you were the person I remember first meeting, just energetic, talking, like happy, like, Hey, how's it going? Da, 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 da. And I love that you said you didn't wait for your kids to get older. Cause I feel like there's always an excuse to not do something. Mm-hmm. And y'all maybe we're doing that in the beginning, but then, like you said, middle, you know, well now the middle child comes around and it's like, no, we're done with this. Shit. Well, yeah. 10 months later, we're done with this shit. Let's yeah. figure it out. So. Yep. Yeah. And we're just kind of the people that's like, Thankfully, we have the type of marriage that we've grown through all of these different phases together, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's constantly it's it's talking it out. It's working it through. It's, you know, all these things um, and just like continuing to grow and evolve. And it's really crazy to me to look back and think that like, OK, the same like we were somehow the same two people that were like partying in college together and being crazy (laughs) and then like starting a family and getting ourselves into all this debt and now getting out of it. And now we're like in this new phase where Mm -hmm. we're about to build our house. We're, you know, cash flowing vehicles. We're doing all these things. And somehow we are these, we're the same couple. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Y'all, you're not different. I think, I think that's what I love. Y'all stay true to yourselves. Yeah. Yeah, It's just, it's crazy. It's a crazy, it's been a crazy, crazy journey, but you know, we just feel like life is so short, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and I mean, and you know, everything with like when we lost our dad and just everything. And I think the biggest lesson from when my dad passing was, you know, life is so short. Mm -hmm. Like you do you, like you do whatever you need to do because tomorrow isn't promised. And if you embarrass yourself by making a podcast, if people think, (laughs) oh, you're so dorky, you made a podcast, at least you did it. It brought you joy. That's all that matters. Exactly. Or even if you brought joy to somebody else and that one person got something positive out of what you did, then boom, there you go. Yep. That's all that matters. And I just feel like life is so short. Like you can't wait until your kids are grown or until everything looks perfect on paper. If you feel the tug at your heart to change things, change it. And, and that it. was me. And I, and I know that feeling because that was me at the job I worked at. You know, yep. I talked about that in one of my episodes, quitting my job was I was there because my wife wasn't working and obviously we had to have income. But mm-hmm. when she finally was able to work, and I mean, she hadn't even been working a month. We really didn't have that much money saved up, but we had enough. And I came to her and just said, I really just want to quit today. And she just said, do it. Look, we yeah. got some money. We'll figure it out. Like, and I have, I've been, I haven't, I haven't been this happy in a long time. Yeah. You know? And so I, I can relate to that where, you know, if it's pulling on your heartstrings, you know, it's okay to take that jump, take that leap and just do it, you know, because yep. what's the worst that could happen, you know? Yep. Yeah. And I feel like life is so short to not do it and to end up at the end of your life with regrets. That's not me. I yeah. can't yeah. do that. So. And I, and I remember, I, I remember I was lucky enough to meet your dad once uh, before yeah. he passed. And I remember him being really cool with me too. And he was, you know, very conversational. And, you know, now that you say that in my brain, I could see him being extremely proud of his three daughters and the things oh, yeah. they're doing, you know, because uh, they're all, like you said, their life's too short, do what you want to do. And it seems like all three of y'all, even though it hasn't been the easiest roads, I'm sure, but y'all are doing what you want to do and y'all are all happy. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, you got Stephanie, you know, singing and playing all the time now. That's all I see. And I'm so proud of her for doing it. I, I know how much she struggled and wanted that to be like just her life. And it seems like now that's her life. So yeah. In spite of COVID, like she's fought through it. It's been a tough year, but like, she's still mm-hmm. doing it. And like Danny doing all her stuff and she's really close to being a full CPA. And oh, that's awesome. She's a, she's a businesswoman now and <laughs> happily married. And I could see her being a businesswoman. That doesn't Oh my God. <laughs> Just coming so in fancy. with all her sass. Like, okay, I got this. <laughs> her business clothes, her high heels, all yeah. her stuff. And here I am like podcasting in sweatpants, <laughs> like, you know, don't judge us. This is better. We're comfy. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living my dream over here. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Is, are they still next door to y'all? No, they bought a house over the summer. Ah, okay. And they, when we pick on them, because now they're on the north side of town, they're fancy north side of town people, <laughs> and we're still 
you know, ghetto South side of town people. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so for those, for those of y'all listening or watching um, Nacogdoches, Texas, you know, re- look it up. Cause you don't know where it's at if you're not from Texas. Yeah. And even if you are from Texas and now you know how to pronounce it. Nacogdoches, not Nacogdoches or it's Nacogdoches nowhere is what we like to yeah. call it. But yeah. there's a North side and a South side of town, basically. North side is definitely fancy. It's where the college is at and everything. The South side, Nah, I'm not going to say it's not fancy, but it's definitely not as fancy as North. It's side. not desirable. No, definitely not. It's not. It, it's it's kind of an eyesore, but it's still a, it's an okay place to be. Yeah, <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Like so we're, that's what we're safe. That's why I tell people. I'm like, we're oh, yeah. safe, but you know, my laundry room is in my carport. I don't have a dishwasher, and mm. you know. <laughs> <laughs> See, now if I was living in Nack, I'd be like, you can do everything at my house. So let me return yeah. that favor. <laughs> you can come over here. So <laughs> yeah, but we've been really happy over here. And that's another lesson that I had to learn was like to not really care about what people think and the people who truly matter in your life when you're like, yeah, I'm living on the crappy side of town because I have this goal and I'm going to live here for three and a half years. And, you yeah. know, the people who matter understand. And yep. I think it's a lot about like swallowing your pride. I mean, you know, and like when we were living in that big house, it was so, I cared so much about what people thought. I wanted people to come over and go, wow, your house is so pretty. Mm-hmm. And we get to be like, yeah, my dad built it, you know, yeah. no big deal. <laughs> Being proud but, of that. Exactly. But it wasn't worth all the debt that I was in in order to just have that little first impression moment. Yeah. That's not really, you know, what matters most. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I know that's a lesson, you know, I've, I've talked with my wife about because, you know, she was always concerned of other people's thoughts and I grew up not giving it. I mean, look at my yeah. hair. You think I care what people think about me? No, I yeah. don't. <laughs> but, um, but it's, but it's tough though, but it's not as easy as everybody makes it out to be like it, 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 it takes time to get to that point. Yeah. And then, but once you do, I mean, hell the sky's the limit. You can do whatever you want, you know, yeah. whatever it is that you choose to do once you stop caring. And I tell her all the time, I go, there are only, technically three opinions that matter. And those are the three people that live in this house. You know, even the dog, I'll count the dog. Her opinion matters. Not that she (laughs) talks to me, but Hey, it matters. (laughs) So, um, you know, and I think once you get to that point where when you do what's best for you and your family, obviously, you know, working with your wife on that same goal or husband, you know, depending on who you are, there you go. And things will be a lot better for it. But yeah. I mean, and we were the same way, especially like, I mean, you remember our, our other truck that we Mm -hmm. bought brand new. Yes, I do. And it was beautiful and it was yes. awesome. And it was $800 a month. Yeah. And that's sickening, sickening. And I mean, yeah. like now I'm like, I'd rather save up, pay cash for a $20,000 truck. And yeah. that's way more important to me. So, exactly. yeah. And I think, is that the same truck that he, that, yeah. he that night? Yeah. So uh, fun story here uh, <laughs> in my apartment. It's in the middle of the night. I mean, it's like two or three in the, it's like three or four in the morning and I'm in a dead sleep and I just hear this banging, banging, banging. And I kind of wake up and I'm thinking, okay, it's not me. Bam, bam, bam. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? (laughs) And then I realized somebody's banging on my door and I wake up. I'm like, who who the fuck is banging on my door? Yep. I go and look through the people and I see Daniel and I'm like, oh, like. And y'all were together like a couple hours before that. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. That's why I was a little confused. Like. Because so it, my first brain went to I'm like, okay, he must have pissed off Sammy or something because she kicked <laughs> him out maybe I don't know and so <laughs> that's what I kind of thought, and so then he's on the door and he's like and I realized like he had to like he wrecked the truck he had to wait for somebody to leave the club just to drop him off and it was so many hours and I was like oh my god like I was so surprised I was shocked like I was, yeah. and I was just glad he was okay one, but I remember I think we went to go get you you yeah yeah he got you and we drove you both. There. No, you went, you drove him to go get the truck and then you guys got it together. And then I think you followed him. That's right. Yes. yes you followed him back home. You guys picked me up and we yeah. went back into town to get my mom's extra car. That's what that's it right. was. Yeah. That's and right. that's when you had your white truck. Yeah. My, my Ranger. Still yeah. Still have you that. still have it. Still have it. It's not really running because I haven't driven it in almost two years, yeah. but my dad has it. We're trying to fix it up. So Either I sell it or, uh, well, originally I was going to give it to my cousin because she just needed a vehicle and I was just going to yeah. give it to her. Uh, but then she got a vehicle before I could fix it. So it might be my, lo- uh, if it starts running, I'm, it's my lounging around car. I love that truck. <laughs> I What did I do? I had to ride in the middle yes. or like sit on Daniel's lap or something. No, you know, because the, the middle did ride up. But I remember you, that's right. Because yeah. you sat in the middle and I mean, I could feel the heat 
just oh coming from you. Oh my god, I was so you. mad. Our truck was not even a year old yet, mm-hmm. and he and I, almost totaled it. I just remember it. sitting there like white knuckling it, not because I'm flying down the road, but I'm white knuckling going, "Oh my god, I hope Sammy doesn't kill him in this car." Because then I'm an accessory to murder. <laughs> not only wasn't enough that like we were so in debt, we were upside down on that truck because literally and figuratively because he flipped it over. But um, <laughs> yeah. And financially, but we had a truck before that he had traded in and it was a negative trade in, which is why our payment was almost $900 a month. Um, right. So we were like upside down on it. And then we shouldn't have bought it in the first place. The payments were too much. And then it wasn't even a year later. And then he wrecked it and yeah. almost totaled it oh, man mm, it was yeah. some dark times well and so you know what's funny uh, like so i remember like i knew some of y'all's story obviously yeah. being friends with y'all but i didn't realize how much deeper it went until i obviously started hearing your story on the show and everything else because it made me think back to me bitching about being broke <laughs> and i'm just some young guy like i had nothing compared to y'all and i'm yeah. like god man they're probably looking at me going he has no idea <laughs> but <laughs> the thing was was that he daniel has had you know he's o- almost always had this job this offshore mm-hmm. job and yeah. he's always had a good income but our problem was was that we got carried away and mm-hmm. we were fine for the first couple of years of it but then we just kept spending more and spending more and spending yeah. more and then eventually we tried to add two kids on top of this without changing our lifestyle, yeah. without changing what vehicles we were driving, how much we were going out to eat. And then we just kept buying bigger and bigger and bigger houses. Yeah. And from the time he got his job in 06 to when Izzy was born in 14, we had moved four times. We had upgraded from a one bedroom apartment to our trailer house, to right. our medium sized house, to the big house. Yeah. And we did all of that without changing our lifestyle, without changing yeah. how much we were going out to eat, without budgeting, without anything. <laughs> and it caught up with us. Yeah. So eight years of slacking off and that's what, <laughs> that's what it did. Well, and that's, that's where I'm, I was proud of myself. Like I didn't get my first credit card until I think it was when I met y'all. I think it was 2009. And yeah. I was it our fault? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, the only reason I got it is because I had bills. I had like $200 worth of bills due like in three mm-hmm. days. And I, I think something came up with the truck where it took all my money. Cause like you, all I had was $500 in savings and it went away yeah. like that. Yep. And so I went to them going, Hey, I need a loan. They're like, we don't, we can't give you a loan for to pay your bills. I'm like, look, I get paid in two weeks. Like I can give it all back. That's not a problem. Yeah. And so they gave me a credit card, which was like a thousand dollars limit. And I still have it to this day, but yeah, it's literally that emergency fund. But you know, like yeah. everything in life, especially now during COVID, some things had changed. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, it's just, it's, it's just crazy looking back at knowing a little bit, but then learning the deeper, what was going on and then seeing y'all get out of that hole and just the dedication it takes to say, look, there are no excuses. You can do it. You just got to quit making excuses and do it. And yeah. I love that. And I also think it's really a testament to, you know, we were really struggling all those years and living beyond our means, but like, you probably didn't know. Well, no. we, this just goes a testament to like, you don't really know yeah. what your friends are doing. Cause you're probably like looking at, looking at Daniel, like, oh, he has this great job. He's driving this brand new truck yeah. They're They've just got it made. But yeah. underneath, I mean, you had no idea yeah. how much we were really struggling and how much we were really mm-hmm. extending ourselves. Yeah. And that just goes to anyone listening. Like your coworker might be driving a brand new car and you're like, how we make the same income because there's probably not you're probably not seeing all of it exactly or maybe they are lucky and did they listen or maybe to Sammy they're the and other some way debt free. yeah they you struggle, know but... they struggled they hustled they they saved exactly. up and paid cash and so it's it's like you don't always know the whole story and never assume yeah you know, and i know assume. for me like i never assumed like even though y'all had the truck and everything like in my brain i thought okay not that I thought y'all were rich and just beyond money yeah. but it was like okay i feel like they're in a good spot they're they seem okay but like i feel like if if something would have been mentioned to me at any point of like, yeah, we're struggling, I would have been like, okay, I would have been like, oh, what are you talking about? I'd be like, oh, cool, man. Okay, my bad. Okay, how can I help? You know, well, yeah. what can I do? Because yeah. like I said, y'all were helping me back in the day, you know, yeah. when I was doing laundry for free at your place, you know, that's <laughs> for me, I'd have been like, okay, 
I mean, all I have is Pizza Hut money. Do you need some free pizza? Here you go. I mean, Here's hey, some- we did need that free pizza. You didn't know how much we needed that free pizza. I, I know for a fact y'all only came in when I worked. I know that for yeah. a fact. If if the other yeah. crazy woman was there, I know for a fact y'all did not go inside and eat. <laughs> oh, and then that just transitioned. Like even after you left, like when Danny started working there, when Scott was there, whenever, you yeah. know, we didn't go to Pizza Hut unless there was somebody there we knew so we yeah. could get our free pizza. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Definitely. Oh my goodness. That is great. So, okay. So, so you're doing your podcast now um, and you got your YouTube page. So, so for anybody listening or they're watching this and they say to themselves, man, I'm in debt. I, I know how she feels. I was there or yeah. I don't know where to start. I'd begin. So how could people find you? Yeah. To, you know, if they want to just look you up and see what you have to offer or even try to reach out for your services. Yeah. So I'm at a sunny side of life everywhere. So YouTube podcast, Instagram, Facebook, everything. Instagram's my Easy. most active platform as I am addicted to Instagram. <laughs> um, it's kind of a problem, but also my website, a sunny And I have all my services on there. I have freebies. I have all that. So I have my course, my worksheets, my coaching and a ton of freebies. So yeah. And, and I've gotten more into YouTube. So I'm doing two YouTube a week. Now I do a Monday video and a Saturday video. I do a podcast on Thursdays. So there's no, there's no shortage of information. So even if it's just the free stuff, there's plenty yeah. of free stuff. Definitely. Same busy. You're staying busy. Oh gosh. So, yeah. So I, I have a new segment I'm doing for my season two here, but we're okay. going to get to that in a second, but so my last thing, so that's where everybody can find you. What would be your best, it, what's, what's your best free advice? My best people? free advice. Best free advice. Cause obviously, you know, if you need the full story, you got to pay her for it guys. Come on. She's really good at it. If you haven't already guessed based on this podcast, Yeah. but best free advice you can give somebody that is in debt and they feel like they're drowning. What is your best it, or starting advice? My best starting steps, really, I, there's so many, but I, I like to start with the mindset stuff which is a lot of where like the, the gurus, the Dave Ramsey and all the other big people, I think that they just barrel right into the money. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of like the mindset stuff that I think a lot of people forget. It's all of that dealing with why do you care so much about what other people think? Why have you been people pleasing yourself into a half a million dollars worth of debt? Like, what are you doing? Um, It's, it's just a lot of that mindset check is so, so important and gets really overlooked. And then like really my best technical advice is just start, you know, it sounds so like, of course, that's what she says, but (laughs) just stop, stop all the excuses. Stop that. Well, my kids are too little. Well, life is too busy. Well, whatever, just start, you know, just bust out with a notebook or a blank spreadsheet or get my worksheets, whatever you need to do, start plugging the numbers in, stop being scared of it. It's not going to bite you. <laughs> it actually is better when you know where you stand. Even if you stand in a half a million dollars worth of debt, there is power in knowing mm-hmm. um, and just start digging in, start adding up your debt, start organizing your bills, start tracking your spending and just, just go. So, so. I'm hearing, don't be scared. Don't, don't be, be scared. scared. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. It's, and, it's, and reach out to Sammy. It's terrifying, out. but just do it. <laughs> hit up a sunny side up life somewhere. It doesn't matter where you find it. Just hit it up. I, yeah. I guarantee you're going to get some good shit. And yes, you wouldn't be on the show if I didn't truly believe that. See people listening that have been listening to the show for a while. I tell you, I have some friends that do some pretty cool shit and this is a pretty cool thing to do that I love. So true. All right. So it's season two. And I thought to myself, I need to do something new with season two. And I was like, okay, what could I do? I was like, okay, anytime I have a guest, whether they're coming on again or for the very first time, we're going to have some rapid fire questions for people okay. that if they follow you and they happen to be listening or watching this, they can get to know you a little bit better. Okay. So here's some rapid fire questions for you. Now there's a couple of different things here. So these are just strictly for you. And okay. then I have some questions that are, you're going to decide, is it you, your sister, Stephanie, or your sister, Danny? Oh gosh. And then some questions, is this you or Daniel? <laughs> yeah. So people are going to get to know you. I need, probably, I need I'm probably not helping the fact that Daniel's like, damn it, people don't need to know these things about us. I know he hates he hates me telling everybody his business, but oh well. No, these are fun things though. Come on now. <laughs> he should know me. These are fun things. These are nothing too personal. All right. So Sammy, what do you prefer? Beer or wine? Oh, definitely wine. 
Okay. But I'm almost to the point of neither. That's how old I'm getting. Nothing wrong with that. I would almost just rather have coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Here, let me phrase that question. Beer, wine, or coffee? (laughs) Coffee. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Pizza or pasta? Oh, pizza all day. Okay. Uh, Trucks or cars? Trucks all day. (laughs) I feel like I know the answer to this one too. Country or the city? What do you oh, prefer? country all day. <laughs> I knew this because you have land. I knew that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I can't live without my trees. <laughs> all right. And uh, favorite sport? Baseball. Hello. And your favorite team is? The Astros. Yeah. All right. Your favorite movie? My favorite movie? Oh, my gosh. I don't even know what my favorite movie is. But it would probably be like some... All that's popping in my head right now is like Clueless or Legally Blonde or like Bridget Jones. <laughs> They're going to be the classic chick flicks. Okay. Probably. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, favorite TV show? Oh, The Office. Yes. I knew you were going to. I was hoping you would say that because you and I talk about The Office every now and then. We'll shoot yeah. a message to each other or some the kind of The Office meme. or like Family Guy probably. Okay. Oh, Family yeah. Guy. I didn't know that one. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, Better music, 80s or 90s? Mm, 90s there we go that's my girl all right (laughs) and uh, okay so now here we go is it you stephanie or danny who's the loudest danny is the loudest (laughs) (laughs) who is the funniest or biggest personality Uh, probably steph okay yeah probably best singer obviously Steph <laughs> who's the better entertainer mm, entertainer like like hosting a, like family dinner or something uh we could go that way or just even just being an entertaining person that you know makes people laugh and whatever I mean but we can do either or well we all kind of take our different roles but definitely like as a hostess it would be Danny okay she does all the fancy stuff who do you think eats the most or who can eat the most in one sitting between the three of y'all? That would be me. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think Stephanie's not far behind. I remember that girl. She might no. be small, but Jesus, yeah. she can eat. No, she eats as much as Danny and I do, but it doesn't show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's, that's where we're like, screw you, Stephanie. This is not yeah. fair. All right. Uh, who talks the most? Probably me. <laughs> hence the podcast. But I feel like that's recent. I think back in the day, I put it on Danny. Yes, that little chatterbox. Yeah, yeah. It depends on the situation as well. But like in a family setting where it's like just us, it's probably me. Okay. But yeah. All right. So now this is between you and Daniel. Is it you or Daniel? Who's the most stubborn? Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) I love the look. That like that reaction. (laughs) Yes, the reaction is the best. Oh my god. All right. (laughs) Who's the goofiest? Oh me, obviously. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Between y'all two, who can eat more? Probably Daniel. (laughs) Daniel, but only because he's just bigger than me, like just to begin with. But I can hold my own. There's sometimes he, (laughs) there's sometimes it's equal. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Which one of you is a morning person? Mm, Or either either of y'all? Neither. Probably neither. (laughs) If morning counts as 10 a.m., then both of us. Well, it's before it's the it says a.m. after it, so technically that's the morning. So there you go. Neither one of us, no. All right, which one of you is the night owl, or is it both? Probably me. Okay. Probably. Are me, you up yeah. later than him? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> what time does he usually go to bed? His is his really varies because like he's so messed up because of his work schedule. Yeah. But he can like he could just as easily go to bed at eight o'clock as he does like two a.m. Oh jeez. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. really have a real schedule <laughs> that's my that's my wife sometimes she's like 8 30 i'm going to bed i'm like okay bye yeah <laughs> watching tv or whatever uh okay which one of you is the loudest <laughs> um probably daniel he's just he's just la- like he's just rough like <laughs> he's just rough and what's so crazy about being in this little house is there's so many times where i'm like i am recording and he's like just talking just yeah. talking to the girls and it's just loud it's just mm-hmm. rough his voice projects yeah it was like you said when you're in a smaller space like it definitely does mm-hmm. uh, like yeah. well even like with megan like she's like sometimes she gets overly excited and i'm like babe i was recording like mm-hmm. oh i'm sorry it's, it's fine no because he cannot then... he cannot play call of duty if i am recording <laughs> he will not, uh-uh. 
So Megan gets on these meetings. She's a financial advisor. And when the Astros were playing in the playoffs this year, I'm watching it here in our bedroom. And like I said, our house is not, I mean, that big. So I'm like trying not to yell and cuss at the TV. And at one point she just walks in, gives me this death glare and shuts the door. I was like, I'm sorry. I was trying my hardest. Like I really was, I promise. And I don't know how many times I will mute my (laughs) mic and the living room is right here on this wall. And I will just like beat on the wall and unmute my mic real quick. I feel like you need to do an outtakes of your podcast of all the times banging on the wall. Oh, there's several, <laughs> there's several videos where I'm just like, girls, yeah. be quiet. quiet. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Last one here. Who do you think can drink more? You or him? Oh God, Daniel. I can't even <laughs> drink like one drink anymore. I'm so old. Back in the day then who was, who could drink more back in the Still day? Still Daniel. Still Daniel. Okay. Still Fair. Daniel. <laughs> I know. Yep. I, I can vouch for that because obviously I, I drank with both of y'all, but uh, not that but you he couldn't. Can, but. He can still just like, even in his old age, he can still just casually drink and it's just like nothing. And I'm just like half a glass of wine. And I'm like, all right, mama has mama things to do. <laughs> yeah. I can't drink anymore. Than well, this. I mean, that's, that's all the debt you've been paying off. And then your podcast, having three kids. I mean, that after a while, you're just like, okay, whatever. Like, I just need caffeine. I don't need alcohol at this point. <laughs> go to the bars. Like, let's take a shot. I'll take a shot of Coke, please. Yep. Uh, the soda. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> just, let's go. Y'all got any coffee back there? <laughs> I'll take a shot of that. You got some black. I mean, whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh my goodness. Well, so that is our rapid fire questions. Like that's my new segment for anybody new coming on or old people coming on the uh, old guests coming on the show because I feel like people need to get to know you, Sammy. Because I feel like they know you, but do they know you? But now they mm. do. So there we go. Yeah. So, sorry, Daniel. <laughs> now people know uh, that she thinks you can out drink her and eat her. <laughs> yeah. And he's louder than me. That's now people true. know all the dirt. <laughs> yeah, they, they know all the dirt. Dan's going to be calls like, So I heard you were the loudest. Damn it, Ryan. Like, come on. That's. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so that's our show. And uh, again, if you want to find Sammy, you know, Sunny Side Up Life on all platforms, it sounds like, you know, uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, um, SunnysideUpLife.com, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Everything. So go check her out. Good people. Probably one of the, the best people I know, her and her husband, obviously, because they helped me out. Miss them to death. Um, so happy you came on. And if you have any last words you want to say to people listening, floor is yours, Sammy. That's all. I think, I think I put it all out there, but thank you for having me. It was like, so That's fun. all folks. We're good. That's so all. That's all. Yep. as far as the Gentile life podcast, I don't have as much as Sammy, but you can find us on Facebook, uh, the Gentile life podcast, uh, Instagram, the underscore Gentile underscore life as well. I have a YouTube page. Feel free to like subscribe, comment on any of these, find your podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, like subscribe, all the fun stuff. You guys know the drill um, over a thousand downloads in a year. I'll take it. That's awesome. pretty cool. That's pretty cool for me. I'm like, holy crap, this is just for shits and giggles and a thousand downloads in a year. So I'll, I'll take, or actually less than a year. So I'll take it. But, uh, but that's going to do it for us, guys. Everybody have a, a great rest of your day. Uh, next week. Oh, and actually, I do have one last question for you, Sammy. Okay. As I, as I plug next week's episode, we're bringing back the tournament. We're bringing back a tournament. Greatest 80s movie is oh, what gosh. we're having next week. And next week's episode, it will be my wife, Megan my friend Jennifer, and my friend and Natalie, who's a guest on the show, they are going to decide the greatest 80s movie of all time, according to the bracket. It's not being put up for a vote for my friends. Those three are going to decide the round, uh, the 64 movie tournament. I have 64 great 80s movies in this bracket that people are voting for. So the first round of 64, that episode will be airing next week. And then two weeks from today, will be the remaining um, all the way to the championship. So it's going to be a two-part episode. Make sure you check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. So my last question for you, Sammy, is 80s movie. What would you think is the greatest 80s movie of all time? Uh, Ferris Bueller. Okay, there you go. That was still in the 80s, right? That was late 80s. Yes, that was definitely the 80s, yes. Yeah, yeah, it'd probably be Ferris Bueller. I mean, that's really a cliche answer, but... No, but, it, but it's... Classic. Of, it's, it has to be, right? That's, it's still funny. It, it, it holds up today. That's the thing. Most movies don't hold up. You know, they don't age well. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I, I love The Breakfast Club, but it's so just classically cheesy <laughs> 80s that you watch it, it, and half the time you're just like, oh, Lord. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, it's in that... T- so, I forgot how many great 80s movies there were. I found 102 great 80s movies. And oh, yeah. Down to 60. There's probably a lot that I'm not even thinking of. 
well, there's a lot that even when I was on this list, I'm like, oh, this is in there. And so I'm looking up, researching it. Oh, a lot of Oscar nominations, a lot of Oscar wins. Well, I guess it needs to be in the tournament, even though I've never seen it because it's not my tournament. It's for everybody. So, uh, so Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But yeah, so check out the episodes over the next two weeks. We're going to be breaking that down. So everybody tune in. Uh, Sammy, thank you again for being thank on you. the show. Loved it so much. Uh, but everybody have a great day. Uh, we will catch you next time.